Welcome on to Talking Catholic with David L. Gray. What you're about to hear is a previous podcast that I recorded back on September the 11th, 2012, on a show called God Praises Tell, which was a podcast hosted by the Archdiocese of Chicago. The interviewer about you're about to hear, Devin Jones, invited me onto this show to talk about a very important subject, that is Freemasonry, why Catholics cannot be Freemasons, in particular, Prince Hall Freemasonry, which is the, the set of Freemasonry that is predominantly black, that um, black men predominantly belong to when they do become Freemasons. Now, this was a very important subject to talk about because, especially in the Archdiocese of Chicago, because Chicago, New York City, the state of Maryland, and New Orleans are really four of the places you will find the highest concentration of black men who profess to be both Catholic and Freemasons. So, very important topic to talk about, particularly in Archdiocese Chicago. And as you'll hear towards the end of the podcast, Devin invited me back to do a part two of the series. Part one was intended to just be an informational, which which you are about to hear. And part two was intended to be a Q&A. Now, Perhaps some people would jump to the logical conclusion or assumption and speculate, perhaps quite accurately, why is it that I was not invited back, um, why part two never ever did happen for this this topic in the Archdiocese of Chicago, why is it that the Archdiocese of Chicago did not want to follow up with this show, or perhaps what is some of the blowback that Devin received from just part one of this show? Um... Again, Chicago has one of the highest concentrations of black men who profess to be both Catholic and Freemasons. So, and I wanted to I wanted to bring resurrect this podcast and bring it back over to davidlgray.info and put it on the Talking Catholic podcast platform because I'm talking more about Freemasonry lately and why is it that Catholics cannot be Freemasons. So, I really wanted to resurrect this podcast and bring it back over because you can't find it at the Archdiocese of Chicago anymore. You have to really dig deep and know what you're looking for if you're going to go, go, go into their, their web archive. So, very important topic, and here it is. Hope you enjoy. Today, our guest, we are talking about uh, Catholics and Freemasonry. Our guest is David L. Gray. David L. Gray is a 1997 graduate of Central State University in Wilberforce, Ohio. He is a Catholic convert from agnosticism and is now a parishioner at St. James Catholic Church in Warren, Ohio. He is the author of three books on Catholic spirituality and two books on black fraternal history and actively blogs on various aspects of the Catholic faith at David L. Gray, G-R-A-Y, David L. Gray dot I-N-F-O, um, which is an excellent blog. If you get a chance to read it, uh, go to David L. Gray dot info. His two books on fraternal history are Inside Prince Hall and the History of the Prince Hall Grand Lodge of Ohio. David was a Freemason from 1994 until he converted to Catholicism in 2006. During his time as a Freemason, he obtained some of the highest degrees, offices, honors in the order, and spoke in various parts of the world as an authority on the subject of Prince Hall Freemasonry. Um, I would like to welcome uh, David L. Gray. Good morning. Hey, thanks for having me on, Devin. How's it going? Good. How are you? Great, great. Um, hopefully people remember you were on here 
a couple of months ago, right after the uh, NAACP came out in yeah. support of um, same-sex marriage, and w- w- I got a lot of uh, good reviews from that show. Um, and, and and I wanted to do this show on uh, this is the Office for Black Catholics show, um, and and there are a lot of African American Catholics who are also um, involved in in Freemasonry. And 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 how this show came about was because I was um, having a conversation with um, an African-American Catholic uh, who is also a Freemason. And he was saying that uh, the church changed its teaching or its um, it, it changed its viewpoint on uh, Catholics being Freemasons. Mm. And and um, he kept saying that that was in the past after Vatican II. We, you know, there's always that thing after Vatican II, <laughs> we can do this. After Vatican right. II, we can do that. And, and after showing him numerous statements from different popes and um, the Congregation for the uh, Doctrine of the Faith, he still kept saying, no, this is, th- th- that's not true. That was in the past. This is 2000. At the time, it was 2009. And so I, I just wanted to do this show because I, I believe that Catholics should be educated in what the church teaches. Um, whether somebody disagrees with it or not, at least, you know, we can't say that we didn't know or nobody ever told me. Right. Um, and, and so, you know, you were involved in Freemasonry before your conversion. Um, and, and and so I, I think you're the, the expert to talk about it um, right now. So what is Freemasonry? It, <clears throat> Freemasonry is basically a fraternal order. Mm-hmm. Um, it's composed of thousands of organizations spread throughout the world. That that share with each other similar ritual, um, teachings, uh, philosophy, uh, heritage, and the, and the general ethos. Meaning that you can go to any lodge if you're a Freemason. If you're a Freemason in Chicago, you can go to a lodge in Brisbane, Australia. And mm-hmm. Much like the Catholic Church, going from one mass, one Catholic Church to another, the mass is familiar. Right. Same thing, the lodge is familiar. Well, with Freemasons, the, you know, the Masonic Order used to be called a secret society. Um, but in this day and age with YouTube and, and Google, you can pretty much know everything there is to know about Freemasonry just right. by going to those. You can, you can go to Wikipedia and find out who some of the Masonic members are. So right. in this day and age, it's not so much of a, as a, as, it's not rightly a, can be called a secret society in as much as it can still be considered a society with some secrets. Okay. Okay. So... Do you have any um, idea of how many African Americans or Americans in general are involved in in Freemasonry? Is there? I, I know you said we can go to Wikipedia and, and kind of see how who is there. Is there an estimate of how many Freemasons there are in in America? In the United States, um, you'll find an upwards of it, it'd be over maybe two million Masons okay. in general. Um, but as far as African-American Masons who are primarily situated in the Prince Hall Masonic Order. Prince mm-hmm. Hall was, he is a Boston revolutionary. Um, he is very active. He's, that's where the name comes from, Prince Hall. He was okay. the first um, person who, first African-American that became a, a Freemason in this country. And so he is the father of Prince Hall Freemasons. He went. He started a lodge in Boston, and that lodge spread throughout the world. I mean, spread throughout the United States. And so, um, during the time when there was segregation, um, uh, and, and black men had a, a difficult time getting in predominantly white lodges, 
um, Prince Alfred Freemasonry was there, and that's where you pretty much find most of your black Freemasons still today, even though it's a little more integrated. Um, right. But Prince Alfred Freemasons, since the 1990s, they've been both, they've boasted around in between 250,000 to 300,000 members. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to today, in 2012, that number's probably closer around to 150,000 to 250,000, somewhere in between there. Okay. And I know you have a blog post on um, on Freemasonry, um, or, or it's kind of on why it's incompatible with um, being, also being a member of the Catholic Church. Um, can you talk a little bit about why it's um, why the two are incompatible? And, and I know the church has talked talk, talked about uh, Freemasonry. What has the? Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then I want to come back with that with why um, it's inc- why you cannot be Catholic and Freemason. Okay. Um, we'll be right back with more God's Praises Tell on Relevant Radio, 9.50 a.m. Welcome back to God's Praises Tell on Relevant Radio, 9.50 a.m., we are talking with uh, David L. Gray, who is a Catholic blogger. We're talking about uh, Catholics, Catholicism and Freemasonry. Um, we answered the question, what is Freemasonry? What, what, basically, what are Freemasons? Um, and I asked the question uh, before we went to break. One, has the church spoken about Freemasonry? We know it has, but, but if you could give us an idea of what the church has said um, in the past and, and what the church has said more recently about Freemasonry, and, and can Catholics uh, basically be Freemasons? Sure. You know, when I converted to the Catholic Church, I'm always, I always tell people that if I remained a Protestant after um, I discovered Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. I would probably still be a Freemason, because I can't, we can't really make a, a case through Scripture alone mm-hmm. that you can be a Freemason. But with in the Catholic Church, it's, it's a lot clearer. It's, right. <laughs> it's, 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 it's no question on the issue. The Church has spoken. Mm-hmm. You can't be a Catholic and a Freemason more than you can be a Catholic and a Mormon, right. or a Catholic and a Muslim. Um, and the case really is is in the church's um, code of canon law, um, mm-hmm. Devin. Um, and, and for those who don't know, canon law is the is the body of laws and regulations made or adopted by our ecclesiastical authorities for the government of the um, Christian community and its members. Right. So, and as much as we are obliged to obey civil law, meaning we can't run stop signs, we can't. Um, do things that 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 civil that the government says we can't do. Right. We have that same obligation to obey the law of the church. Right. Now, in 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 nineteen seventeen, the the code of canon law in section twenty three thirty five, it said this: persons joining associations of the Masonic set or any others of that same kind which plot against the church and legitimate civil authorities contract as communication simply reserved to the apostolic see. So the first canon in, in 1917, it was very clear. If you are a Mason, you join a Masonic set or organizations like it that plot against the church, you're excommunicated. Right. Now, in um, 1983, when 
the canon was revised and updated. Um, that section changed a little bit. It, 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 it took out the word Masonic Order, but the implication was still there. I'll read mm-hmm. that section. This is in Canon 1374. Of the current Code of Canon Law. Yes, sir. It says this, A person who joins an association which plots against the church is to be punished with a just penalty. However, a person who promotes or directs an association of this kind is to be punished with an interdict. So the language stayed the same as far as an association which plots against the church. Right. Okay. Um, and so, so, but after the Keller Canning Law came out, um, um, there was some question, well, the word Masonic was taken out. Right. Even though plots against the church remain there. I don't think it even should have been a question, you know, but because the word Masonic was taken out, the question arose, does the church still object to its members becoming Freemasons? Right. Well, in that same year, Cardinal Joseph Ratzinger, now, of course, Pope Benedict XV, um, as the head of the Congregation of Doctrine of Faith, attempted to clarify the church's continued posture against Freemasonry in a declaration on Masonic associations. In this document, which was signed by the Pope, um, Pope John Paul II, it stated this, It has been asked whether there has been any change to the Church's decision in regard to Masonic associations, since the new Code of Canon Law does not mention them expressly, unlike the previous Code. This sacred congregation is in a position to reply that this circumstance is due to an editorial criterion, which was followed also in the case of other associations, likewise unmentioned, inasmuch as they are contained in wider categories. Therefore, the Church's negative judgment in regard to Masonic association remains unchanged, since their principles have always been considered irreconcilable with the doctrine of the Church, and therefore membership in them remains forbidden. The faithful who enroll in Masonic associations are in a state of grave sin and may not receive Holy Communion. So, there in that letter, in response to um, the question about the Masonic order being taken out, Mm -hmm. our now Pope made it very clear that nothing has changed. Catholics cannot be Freemasons. And he really used very strong language. I mean, the faithful who enroll in Masonic associations are in a state of grave sin and may not receive Holy Communion. Um, And it's amazing that, uh, one, I don't think a lot of people know that. I I don't think a lot of people have seen that statement or read that statement. And and, and so, you know, in a sense, they they aren't culpable for what they're doing if they they don't know. Correct. Um, Correct. But now we know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so so, you know, now it's time to, to kind of reconcile that and and really amend our ways. I, you know, I've never seen this actual statement, but I know there have been other statements that even um, Pope John Paul II have come out with in recent years. Um, I should reference those next week. Um, the church has not changed its position on Masonic Association. Yeah, it, it, it hasn't. Um and I, I can and I completely understand it. In in the sense, I 
sympathize with the person who you spoke to in, in 2009. Anytime, you know, we're entrenched into something that we love or, mm-hmm. um, or something that if we have to leave it, it's going to cause some damage in our life that we believe. We want to hold on to it. We want to fight. We want to make excuses. Um, but in this case, it's clear. Right. We have to we are obligated to follow the church's law and it's healthy for us to do so. Right. So, um no, Catholics cannot be Freemasons. When we come back, um if you're able to uh, I want you to kind of give us some tell us what parts of Freemasonry are irreconcilable with um Catholic teaching or basically why the church has come out with that position. We'll be back with more God's praises tell. Um, our guest is David L. Gray, who is a blogger over at davidlgray.info. G-R-A-Y is how you spell gray, um, which is an excellent blog, very informative. Um, I, I, I think uh, any Catholic should, should be looking at his blog, especially um, Catholics who are uh, African-American. We've been talking about Catholicism and Freemasonry um, and, and, you know, before we went to break, David, you mentioned that the church in, in canon law and um, and through the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith um, has spoken on if basically if Catholics can be members of Masonic organizations. And the answer really is no, because um, the, the principles of Freemasonry are irreconcilable with uh, the teachings of the Catholic Church. What What's irreconcilable with, with the teachings of the Church? Yes, so when the Church uses a very strong language, and it says Masonic orders and organizations like it plot against the Church. Right. And where um, Pope Benedict said when he was a cardinal um, at the CDF, he said that the principles of the Masonic order have always remained irreconcilable mm-hmm. and with the doctrine. What he means is this. I think the Church means two things by that. First, is that Freemasonry has set itself up as an alternative truth. So, in essence, both Freemasonry and Catholicism can't be true. So, um, what the church, of course, what the church teaches is that 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 it is the grace of God that makes men holy, and it's through Christ Jesus that we are sanctified and made right before God. Mm -hmm. Or Freemasonry teaches something different. Um, it teaches that men, uh, without the aid of grace, from the grand architect of the universe, which is a syncretic name that they call God in mm-hmm. the Lodge, um, can become a better person by applying the speculative meaning of the implements of operative masonry um, to their life. Mm. And, and, and so what I'm saying, so, so in, in, in Freemasonry, um, a mason would take uh, a tool that a mason would use, a carpenter would use, mm-hmm. and they would apply a speculative meaning to it or a spiritual meaning to that tool, and so that um, the mason is supposed to then use that spiritual meaning to apply to his life, and it's through the meaning, that meaning, that he somehow becomes a better man. Mm. Now, Freemasonry doesn't use words like salvation or, or or holiness or things like that. But it does use language that such as that there's a place after death. Um, we do meet our maker. We meet the grand architect universe. We stand before him. So what Freemasonry is setting up is a path 
by which if a Freemason apply things like a, a gavel or, or a mallet or mm-hmm. a trial, all, you know, all implements of masonry to his life, he'll be on a path by which he'll become a better man and he'll meet his maker in the end. Well, of course, Freemason, you know, of course, Catholicism says something completely different. Right, right. That it's not through our own effort, it's not through our own um, efforting or, or our own works that we become a better person. It's, 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 that's not the path that that Jesus Christ laid forth for us. Right. So that's the first sense that Freemasonry plots against the Church, that offers alternative truth, mm-hmm. in the same sense that other religions might. Um, um, now, the second sense of plots against the Church is that Freemasonry poses as something that's uh, palatable to Christians. Um, it it, it calls itself unofficially a handmaid to religion. It has a Protestant Bible on its altar. Mm-hmm. It welcomes other monotheist, monotheistic sacred texts on the altar as well. Most Freemasons are middle-class Protestants. Mm-hmm. Um, sacred scripture is read during all the degrees. Allegorical references are made during the degrees that Christians can relate to. Right. Sometimes church hymns are sung during the degrees. Um, and so it's, it's all these all these little things that... that Masonry is really somewhat of a syncretic religion in mm-hmm. the sense that it combines so many different religions and so it can be appealing to Christians and Muslims and other monotheists that it is an attractive siege against the church. Mm-hmm. It's, it's clever in that way that um, that Christians can't really see what's going on, that an alternative truth is being offered. Right, right. And, and and like you said, I, I really don't, especially after the conversation I had, which kind of prompted this show, even though it's years later, um, many people don't realize it because, like you said, it, it's so um, it, it just kind of they kind of slide it past you. It's very um, subtle. It is. We Well, you know, we're coming to the end of our show. And I think I asked if you could come back next week. Is that still the case? Will you be able to come back next week to um, continue this conversation and to answer any of our listeners' questions? Oh, sure. I'd be happy to, Devin. Okay. Um, if you have any questions uh, about Masonry for um, next week's show, you can email the uh, Office for Black Catholics at obc at archchicago.org. And we will be back with David Gray next week on God's Praises Tale. God bless. You're all alone, alone. Tell me what do you give when you're giving your all and seems like you can't make it through. Well, you just stand when there's nothing left to do. You just stand. Watch the Lord see you through Yes, after you've done all you can You just